0: This is the Significant Man Recharge Show. I'm your host, Warren Peterson, and welcome to the 5-Minute Friday. The first Christmas, without our hindsight, is an interesting event in time for us to think about. Our conversations today about Christmas, our traditions, all that we think and say about the birth of Christ has the foundation of knowing what that day has come to mean in our lives. We know the story. We know who he was. We know what he did. We know the importance of his birth to 33 years later when he conquered death itself. But on that first Christmas, none of that was clear. No one knew that this baby would walk on water and teach others how to become fishers of men. No one knew that this baby would heal the sick and raise people from the dead. No one knew any of that yet. So today, I want you to consider that first Christmas from the perspective of not having any of this hindsight, and from the perspective of some of the different people involved in the story that we know so well. Joseph, he was a man who followed the laws and traditions of his time, and that included registering his family for the census. This just so happened to be near the time when his wife was going to deliver her baby, but that was not a reason for Joseph to skip the census. Since Joseph was in the line of David, he had to go back to his family's town to register, and that town was Bethlehem. He made the wise decision to not go by himself and have Mary come with him. And because Bethlehem was known as the city of David, Joseph and Mary would have been welcomed to town. And he likely would have known how to find accommodations for his family as needed. As a side note here, in our movies and our plays, we often get the impression that finding those accommodations, it was a high stress, running out of time, last minute situation. We've gotten used to the assumption that Mary and Joseph couldn't find a place to stay and then suddenly Jesus was born. However, the Bible does not actually record his birth exactly like that. In Luke 2, verse 6, it simply reads, And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. There's no mention that this was a sudden or high-stress situation. In the following verse, it reads, She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no lodging available for them. And in the original Greek, the work, the word that Luke uses here for the lodging or the inn It usually means upper room or a space for guests in a private room. So a more accurate understanding might be that this was a private guest space in a family's home that was also used sometimes for animals. Now, according to the best estimates, Joseph and Mary traveled about 80 miles from Nazareth to Bethlehem. It would have been a long journey. And we don't know exactly how they traveled. It might have been that Joseph walked the entire distance while Mary rode on an animal. An 80-mile walk to the very first Christmas would have been quite the walk. I'm pretty sure neither you nor I have walked that far for a Christmas celebration. Now, when Jesus was born, many were waiting with hope for a king to come and save them. They thought it would be an earthly king, born of a royal bloodline, who would rule and free them from the Romans and anyone else holding them down. They had hope in such a king and had been holding out that hope for generations. For the men and women of the day, their hope would be fulfilled, but it would end up being filled in a way we can still struggle to comprehend today. The hope we have today includes our knowledge of who Jesus really was, but for them? Imagine how this story unfolded from their perspective. Instead of a royal birth with great fanfare, Jesus was born in the most humble of situations. As a mother and father, I think that Mary and Joseph likely had the same hope that most parents experience at the birth of their child. That everyone's healthy, that mom is doing okay, that baby is doing okay. Remember back then childbirth could be a very dangerous time. Hope for a safe birth, that was very real. And when Jesus was born, who in the immediate surroundings knew What had just happened? Mary knew, and Joseph knew. They knew that Jesus was unlike any other baby, but even they didn't know yet the full meaning of Jesus, all that he would do, the miracles he would perform, and that he would become the savior of the world by defeating death itself. With our hindsight now, we know, but think about the other people around at that time. To them, this might have just seemed like any other birth. The family who made their space available to Mary and Joseph, they're not mentioned. Would they have had any idea of who was just born there? They were likely a Jewish family, perhaps one who had been waiting generations for the coming king. Did they realize that the very king they had been awaiting for, that king was born right there? Their hope had been fulfilled. Hope is an amazing thing. It has very real power, and the hope that comes with the birth of Jesus has no equal in all of human history. It's a hope we need to fully appreciate and share with the entire world. So as you head into this Christmas season, make sure you pause and reflect on the hope of Jesus, the hope that was born that morning. For he was born to provide a path of salvation to all mankind, to provide hope for all mankind, and that is definitely worth celebrating a review. Your subscriptions, your ratings, your reviews, they really help other people find the show. So thank you for that. And head over to significantman.com and sign up for Intel. It's our free weekly email series. I write a short article, sometimes inspiration, sometimes devotion, something for you to think about and get you through the week. So head over to significantman.com and sign up for Intel today. All right. Enjoy the next show.